on here one day? Absolutely not. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Yeah, what's good? It's your boy, uh, SB Reports, uh, Archie Leach on Twitter, aka Sapper706. That's the Territory Nation Report, the unofficial official podcast about the Twitter. Today we have our esteemed uh, co host guest, whatever you want to call him. We have Kid Queen at Lethal Saint underscore. We have the Don. I don't remember his Twitter because it's too hard to remember. And we have uh, that underscore boy saying or underscore saying or that boy saying whatever. Let's do y'all. What's going on, man? What's good, y'all? Another loss. Breathe, uh, breathe, man. You've been in my ace, son. What's been up? Look, we're not gonna talk. I about told this, y'all right? what he's been doing. <laughs> I, I was at a, I was at a prayer conference. I was International a, 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 a leadership conference of prayer for you heathens out there, especially uh, <laughs> especially for uh, Doctor Cheeks. I'm mad I wasn't on that episode. I kind of Doctor Cheeks. Was, oh, yeah, that was a good episode. You know, I, I I may or may not know how that picture ended up in a, a group chat, but you know, we'll talk about me, that next time she comes on. I ain't let, let me just let me just b- before we start before we start let me just say that last that last episode the way they started off which y'all talking about breast I didn't appreciate that <laughs> give queen wait a minute I didn't, I, I didn't even say it hold on hold on hold on oh Listen. you should have heard me. you should have seen know. my face listening to it I was like I'm like what is going on like wait, bro I like I was know. just like yo like it was almost like the first fifteen minutes man I was like. Y'all going here just to hear talk, hear y'all talk about football talk, right, yo. Listen. I mean, if you're looking for that that type of stuff, you can definitely check out the committee podcast. That's more, um, you know, that's a, it's got Christian based values, but you know, maybe a, a titty or two might come up. You know what I'm saying? But it, it is what it is. I didn't oh, know man. that we were already recording when that happened. It, I didn't know. Well, I still blame and, you for it. What? As as you should. But, but get, get into the madness again. Uh, this is the podcast of your uh four and six Atlanta Falcons. Yes, oh boy, Falcons drop, dropped to four and six after a 22 to 19 loss to the Dallas Cowboys. Which, on the last podcast, people like GIF just assumed we was gonna blow them out of the water since we lost the Browns. That's but, what we do, yeah, but uh, not, not anymore. So uh, it was a uh, it was an ugly I, game. At this point, I'm I'm totally frustrated with this team as a whole, from Let's offense to defense, it. from offense to defense to special teams, the coaching staff. I'm totally frustrated. I haven't been able to like. This may sound crazy, but I literally have not been able. I've been losing sleep over yeah. the past two two weeks. Dang. Two, uh, bad tackling, no execution. I mean, our cornerbacks look like they just can't guard anybody right now. Uh, the pass rush isn't getting where it, um, it, it's it. We're, we're at a point now where I'm sure if we lose this game, which I, I hate to say it, I, I do have a little bit of faith, a little bit of optimism. But I, 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 I true, I, I do this game after this. I'm pulling on my clipboard and getting ready for the draft. Oh, all right, start that. Yeah, I started man, that about midway through, through this game against Dallas. I started. I was like, "Yep." Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> Cleveland. There's Cleveland. Well, there's absolutely no reason why Baker Mayfield, who's a good quarterback, don't get. But after winning three, I think you know these guys wouldn't have looked over Cleveland the way they did. And for Baker Mayfield to have more touchdowns than he did completions, that's pathetic. Complete 
really pathetic. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not understanding what's going on. Um, we we're owing to since signing Bruce Irvin, which I give him a little. I could have been still trying to settle in. Um, if we don't play Debo, then we shouldn't play him for the remainder of the season. It, it wouldn't make that, any that's, sense. That's interesting. I, I agree. I agree. If he don't play the Saints game, ain't no point of playing them. There's that. no point, man. With this, like the coaching staff cannot absolutely believe that we're going to end up going nine and can't absolutely believe that. So it's really no point in playing him. If he's not ready now, then he won't be ready for the remainder of the season. There's no point in bringing him and Devontae back on week 16. Just sit him for the rest of the season and get ready for the draft. We're probably going to pick what top 10. So. If he doesn't play and we lose, just and that's my piece so far. Yeah, Y'all can go ahead. Well, you, you bring up an interesting point as far as like decisions the coaching staff is making or should make. Uh, right now, yeah. we're we're in our uh, ebbs and flows of Falcons fans' emotions. You know, again, one week it's Vic uh, Beasley's trash. Next week it's Trey Devontae Freeman. Next week it's Alfred's trash. Next week. Uh, start Edo Smith. Uh, next week is Coleman is the goal. Jesus Christ, next man. week is cut Matt Ryan. And now we're, we're oh at the stage God. of the season where we want, uh, apparently fans want Dan Quinn up out of here. Uh, the, I think the, the no. proxy for this is it, stupid, <laughs> but I think the proxy for this is the story that came out or the article or the tweet. I can't find who wrote it, but essentially was saying that in Dan Quinn's wrote it. Falcon Holler wrote it. Okay, well, shout out to the Falcoholic for stirring the pot. Oh, here it is. I don't know. It came from uh, this came from this guy Scott Cashmar. I don't know if they took it from the Falcoholic, but it's saying the Falcons have blown 12 fourth quarter leads under Dan Quinn, uh, 2015-2018. Only team more in that span is the Chargers. Um, That's 14. I I get it, man. That's a that's a cool stat, but there there's a lot more that goes into that, like. I, I tweeted that I need to see a list of the games that these leads were blown in to actually see where the blame plot, blame pie should be sliced up. Because I'm but you know what? Well, this has been a problem before Dan Quinn. It's been a problem when Mike Smith was here. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if it's a culture thing with us, but we just – it's just something with us. We can't just finish games. And, like, I, I want to be I want to be as confident in my team as the Sayers. And the fact that you know we 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 walk around pins and needles on Sundays and we're sitting at the edge of our seat till the clock strikes zero at the fourth quarter when we have that's man, Allen and Breeze. I don't really think that that's a far fetched stat. That sounds legit to me. That sounds very legit to me. In 2015, we should have won. In 2016 and in 17, we should have won. In the Super Bowl, there's absolutely no reason why we should be blowing leads this many times. This is a trend for us, man. We can't put teams away. I, I can't remember, besides Washington, I can't remember the last time we actually put a team away. I honestly can't remember. I mean, can y'all? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put again. Like again, that stat is it's a weird stat because, all right, we only scored 19 points, but let's reimagine this team at full force with all the guys that are injured. 19 points probably could have won the game. But this mm-hmm. is one of those situations where now we have to lean on our offense, which, again, I believe this offense is a 20-plus point a game team. But 
sometimes it's not clicking. Sometimes, sometimes it's not clicking. Sometimes you drop a pass here, don't convert a third down here or there, which seemed to be every third down we couldn't convert. We either gave for sack or something happened. It's just one of those things where that, that kind of adds to that stat. So I can't – I'm not going to take that as seriously as a lot of fans are because, again, we come out next week and beat the Saints and the fans are right back on us. Like, oh, going to the Super Bowl. Oh, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. Like it's I, – I, being that I, I am technically a part of the media, shout out to BSR, right, for them, I, I have to refer to myself. People like myself stir the pot with stories and we influence fans who aren't smart enough to do their own research. And unfortunately yeah. – it is what it is. Falcons fans, they're we're, we're a finic, they're a finicky bunch. I say they're because I am a Falcons supporter. I'm, I'm not like the homie uh, that boy saying, I'm not losing sleep to the Falcons. Lose, man. I'm going to bed. Like, it is, I'm going to sleep, dog. I got to work in the morning, dog. It is what it is, man. You I'm going to still root for them. Something, man. Get you some sleep. Don't you lose know, sleep over this team, man. I'm try, I try not to, but do like – I just I just want better for them. And and let me just say for the fans that's out there saying which we should trade Devontae Freeman, I love some of this fan base, but this Falcons fan base as a whole is pretty stupid, y'all. It's pretty it stupid. Really is. It, it it really is stupid. I, I can't I can't tell you how many times like like for instance, and this is no shot to this is no shot shot to Josh or any shade towards him, but he also t- he Josh. tweeted Yeah, yeah shout out to my homie saying. Josh, man. He tweeted he tweeted, you know, we scored 30 points without <laughs> – and then he with the eyes emoji. I'm like – I already okay. I already addressed that to him a couple times. So I was like, bro, man, you got, you got a large following. You know what I'm saying? You can't be – because people be people eat that stuff up, man. They believe that hook, line, and sinker, but it's just – it's yeah, a silly right. set. It's, it's as silly as what you said earlier, like, with the – I don't know if it's before we started recording as far as Bruce Irving. Like, oh – we're on two since we got Bruce Irving. It's his fault. Like it's not his. It's just no, happens it's not to be. His fault. Yeah, it's I'm just saying. But some people will think the same thing with Devontae. People's like, oh, he doesn't play. Yeah, he scored this many points. Yeah. Let's not yeah. forget Devontae Freeman is our best running back. Our, no question. He's our starting. Out. He will start. He will be. He will return to his starting spot when he comes back. Tevin Coleman is holding it down, mm-hmm. and so is Edo. And I really pray that we keep Tevin. But you know. This fan base is so fair weather, man. It's 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 really terrible. It it it, it really is. Even yeah, well, it, it, people say stupid stuff, man. Like last week, somebody said we should trade KZ. Jesus, trade KZ and and um a a pick for somebody, I believe. What the I don't hell is wrong with but whoever why, said but, that? But why would we want to trade Kate? Why would we want KZ is going to be a starter next year? They're going to fit. They're going to put him on the field. Like, I'm sorry, he's better. Than, he, he's better than Ricardo Allen to me. Yeah. But keep going. You can keep. Going. They're going to do. They're going to do a free, free, free safety. I'm look. sorry. It's going to be would a three. You have some look. some spicy ramen. You got spicy shit coming out your mouth. Hey, oh, I'm, yeah. a, I'm, I'm Allen. And this, but yes, right. I'm, I'm sorry, my guy. Have y'all really watched Ricardo Allen play? He's good. Don't get me wrong, but he's slow. He cannot cover the field like Demonte Casey is. He's we need. We desperately need a ball hawk. Yeah, we do. Position. We do. When was the last time we actually? When was the last? When was the last time we actually had a play a defensive playmaker? I mean, legit a, a legit defensive Allen. playmaker. Rico, a ball hawk. He caught it. We don't get it that nigga was catching interceptions left and right. But the thing is, no, with his interception last year, they got negated by penalties from other players. 
he he okay. can play. Ronaldo can play. But the thing is, what's going to happen is when he comes back, they're gonna they're gonna do a three safety look. I seen this at training camp last uh, this this past season. Uh-huh. They're gonna do a three safety look. It's gonna be KZ and uh, Ricardo Allen deep, and then Ke- Keanu Neal. He's gonna be uh, closer to the box because you know he's a tackler. Like he he you know he's our good run. He's a he's a run stopper. Yeah, you know? I think. I think since Ricardo Allen has been starting for us, I think he has about three or four interceptions in his career as starting as a safety. Demonte Casey has five this on in this season. He's leading the league in interceptions. Ricardo Allen has not done that. He's a ball hawk and he can cover. That's why I chose. That's why I choose Casey over 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 Rico. That's just me though. That's my personal. I'm gonna need to I, that's, Google that. that's no shot. That's no shot to Rico. He is good. He puts our defensive players in position to make plays. Yes. But KZ is also KZ has also improved in that area. But for me, because his playmaking ability, I pick him over Rico. That's just me. That's just me. I personally think we should put Rico at, at nickel corner and have KZ run the safety. But that's just me. That's just me. I can see I can see that happening too. That's I would like me. that. It's I not, do want to see them not, both on the field. They're gonna do. They're gonna have a three safety look. I'm trying to. Tell and that's you fine. Look. That's fine. We can have that three safety look. That's cool with me. That's cool with me. Anything to keep Brian Poole off the field. Because what's going to happen? The reason why that, I think that three safety look is going to work because if we still going to have, I hope we don't have Alfred here next year. But that's just my opinion. But if Alfred and and um and we're going to keep we're going to have um Des for a good couple of years. If those two jokers still on the we're gonna have to be in a three safety look because they're gonna need help. They need help yeah. covering. I'm sorry, they can't cover for nothing. Yeah, it's crazy. True, you know what's crazy? True is you know what's crazy. But Alfred just hot garbage, man, this season. <laughs> you know, I can't talk bad about Alfred because he's not trash. He's having a terrible year. I can't talk bad about Alfred because I actually met him in person a couple years ago. Actually, after we lost the Super Bowl, I saw him at a, I saw him at a restaurant having breakfast with his wife. So I can't. Yeah, he he's from Louisiana. He's married. Yeah. Yeah, he's married. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things. Players have up and down years, man. My 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 problem is, is that, and I said this on Twitter, it's. You can't really just say because he's having a bad year, we're going to walk with him. Because, again, there are some some sexy rookies and stuff like that. But, again, a rookie is not going to outperform a seasoned veteran. It's just not going to happen. Because, again, Uh -uh. on his bad days, he's bad. But imagine a rookie on his his bad days. (laughs) He's going to have when he plays. When Oliver played that Redskins game, he did a good – yeah, he gave up a touchdown. And that was a touchdown that – it just it was up for grabs and he didn't turn his head. He 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 it was an athletic play, it was a very athletic play. He just got yeah. beat. That happened that that happens to the best cornerback. It happened to Jalen Ramsey. All right. I, I get it, but it's still it's still a small sample size. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not gonna sit up here and say Isaiah Oliver is better than Alfred, but what have what I've seen out of all of Oliver, he's been playing well, like he's gonna be you don't draft a second round player and just sit him on the bench. You have to that's play what, him and see where he you gotta you gotta play him. That's what we've been doing, though. He's barely been playing. He, that's what I'm saying. He hasn't been playing. You got like it's it's to the it's to the point now, like what do we got to lose? 
if these True. two youngsters ain't ain't performing at they at the, at the level that we needed to perform, they need perform it for us. Take one of them out, hint hint, offer, and put <laughs> Oliver out there. And again, you won't have the same energy if Oliver comes out plays equally as bad. Well, if he do, if he do, he's a if he do, then that's fine. But I'm let. But the thing is. His point is, what do we have to lose with playing? I mean, we, both yeah. our cornerbacks are bad. What do we have exactly. to lose? Exactly. Yeah, the rookie what? will get more slack than Alfred. I, I no. did, yeah. Alfred's not going to be here next year. And I don't see Alfred's going to be here next year. Like, you got to, we got to, we still got to, we haven't even paid Grady Jerry yet. We got to pay Grady. That's and that, is a problem. that is a problem for me. That is a problem for me. All right, well, what, this, this, this wasn't on the docket, but let's let's chop it up. You, you don't, you're not a fan of Grady Jarrett. No, 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 no. The problem is that the fact that we ain't paid him yet. That's well, I the think, problem. I, I think that's a, a good problem for us to finally have. We have to make these decisions because we have so many good, promising young defensive players. I understand like, that. Yeah, I, I'm glad I don't have to do that math and make those decisions. I'm glad that we have have the ability because we have the talent. Normally, that's not the case with the Falcons. Get yeah. rid of him. Yeah, because, yeah, or, or you know, with with you know with pillar players like him, we usually take care of them a year before their contract is up. The fact that his his contract is going to expire at the end of the season that bothers me. I'm pretty sure we're going to end up paying him soon. Um, please, God, please. We're going to end up paying. We lose Grady Jarrett, bro. We, I, yeah, we lose Grady Jarrett. I am not gonna be happy. I am not gonna be happy with this team. That's I'm that's not that's not. I don't think that's gonna happen. That yeah, that they they that they not gonna walk away. Players that they go probably end up walking away is gonna be Alfred. Um, I don't think they go. People he's saying that we not gonna we gonna sign Vic Beasley back. That that's gonna happen. Hell nah. They not. Vic Beasley Beasley had two sacks this week. What's not? Oh, like I don't know, man. Slide on the radar. Adam, he's been getting, he's what getting, is this, week 10? He's been getting very close, and he's he's starting to finish. I mean, we, we didn't finish the game, but, you know, he's starting to finish. <laughs> we got to line up everything right. But, I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens once we get to that point. Um, but one of the things, let's see. Uh, uh, well, speaking of, well, DBs versus pass rush. Uh, Jesus. Which is vital. That was a topic. Pass rush. Next question. Hey, hey. I say DB. I'm sorry. Nah, uh-huh. man. You can only cover somebody for so long, man. No matter. Because at the end of the day, the receivers can. Receivers are. are yeah. Scramble drills. <laughs> you can only do that. You can only cover them for so long, man. I understand, but at the same time, you know, we can't just blame, oh, well, our parish rushers ain't doing their job. Well, at the same time, why True Fund or um, Offer, why they can't cover for doggone four seconds? Because there's plenty, I'm saying, like, I watch these games too. There's plenty of times these quarterbacks are not in the pocket that long. Yeah. And let's let's not let's And they throw a ball to convert a third to five. Let's not act like it can't be done. That's why we. That's why we label Patrick Peterson as a shutdown corner. That's why we labeled Richard uh, Sherman as a shutdown uh, corner. I think some I mean, of these labels are unwarranted. But we'll continue. I mean, we we do label them as as shutdown corners. We we do, we, we do label guys like that shutdown corners. So it it cannot not be done. It can be done. 
you can cover. You you have right. to be able to cover. You need I mean, to get hurt. exactly. Well, who who are the two guys you made? You said uh, Patrick Peterson, and- Patrick Peterson, uh, Richard Sherman to an extent. Um, yeah, another Richard, but I mean, he's more of a zone guy, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Richard Sherman, man, I've, man, I've seen, I've seen like, him get torched before by Roddy White in the playoffs. Yeah, in, in, in his that. in his prime, in his prime, Namdi Asamoa, in his prime, Antonio Cromarty. Oh man, Bruh, do, do you remember what fucking Julio did to Namdi Asamoa? Well, yeah, that was. If I'm not mistaken, nah. well, yeah, that was. And that man's career. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, it, it is not fair to use Julio because he's like you can argue the best receiver in the game. He's definitely torched Pat, Patrick Peterson a couple of times. As well. Yeah, hard. it's yeah, hard to yeah. say, man. Yeah, you're not gonna. Yeah. You wanna, Julio, like, you can't guard Julio one on one, but yeah. that's the DBs. You gonna the thing is with DBs, you gonna you gonna win some. You post some win some battles, and you are gonna probably lose some battles too. Yeah, you lose every single time. That every is time. not a pass rush problem. That is a personal problem with the DBs. True. You can't tell me that you don't you don't allow a pass in a in a game like Pittsburgh. Desmond Trufant didn't allow a pass. A pass. He batted down the pass going towards Antonio Bryan. He didn't allow a pass all game. It, it's a problem, dude. You can cover. So that there's no excuses there. I, I mean it goes down to another one of the top people were, I guess we'll talk about as far as the scheme, like if the scheme is not drawn up to put those guys in position, if they're not being coached so well to make make those type of plays, you, you can't just look at the DBs and say, "Oh, why are you playing ten yards off the receiver?" It's like, well, this is what the the coverage calls for. This is the way you practice. This is what it is. I know. I think that was complete for the, uh, the Browns game. They said the DBs were playing extremely far back against no name receivers, but they're like, "Why are you playing play these guys tight?" And I've been yeah. saying it's been running the same schemes since 2015. Yeah, can't blame the DBs, man. That's 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 deep in the rap. That's that's out of my my realm. I don't I don't know the answers, X. I don't see. I'm not in the coach's room. I'm not in the media room. I'm not in the film room. I've been saying this for I've been saying this for a while though. I didn't think I, we don't need to get rid of Marco Emanuel, but I really think Marco Emanuel he need to find him another DB coach. <laughs> that's just my that's, that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion, and and just, I've been saying this since last year. And going back to the pass rush and the and the DBs, everybody on defense, everybody just need to do their job. You do yeah. your job, we win games. And one person who has yeah. been doing their job who doesn't get him who doesn't get talked about him about a lot is Jack Crawford. Jack Crawford was the one that forced that fumble. <laughs> Jack Crawford has four and a half sacks this season, so we haven't been showing him any love, and he's playing he's playing exceptionally well for us. Exactly. You are exactly. correct. We haven't. We have not. Not even on this podcast. We haven't yeah, been showing Jack, him love. Jack Crawford has been playing exceptionally well. Exceptionally him and, well. Him and four-year four Olakun, too. Four-year, he's been playing. Yes. Well. Yes. And I, yeah. and, and I was – and I was very, very iffy about him when we drafted him in the sixth round. I honestly thought that, you know, a, a linebacker from from the Ivy Leagues just wasn't not gonna was just 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 not pan out well in the NFL. That was just me though. I, I thought the same thing. No, Shit. I didn't. Ivy League. I knew what school he went to. I, look, I I wouldn't. I didn't go to school in Missouri, but I when I went to college up there, I I scouted a lot of those high schools out there in the St. Louis area. Uh-huh. And he went to the same school as Ezekiel Elliott went to. And I said, okay, well, we got this guy. I think he he's going to surpass Duke Riley. When I said this, people thought, <laughs> people thought I was smoking crack. 
Duke Riley. I mean, it's me. not hard to surpass Duke Riley. I mean, even <laughs> I could well, get on the field. Some people thought that this that Foyer was just gonna be a third string linebacker, and I said no. He is gonna end up. He's gonna end up starting within a year after a year or so. But now he's starting now, mm-hmm. and it, it's half the over. Like what? We almost what? Seventy five percent of the season is already done. Oh, that's so ridiculous! Yeah. Our record. Put people oh. back in the middle. Have Devondre, who is vi- Devondre? My gosh. And put a Louis Con on the other side. Yeah. Yeah, we need to at these fucking defensive coaches because they're being hot <laughs> ass garbage. They're not well, for the defense. Oh, well, you want to say something? We're, we're going to find out, man. Like I said, this has been a weird year with injuries, which, again, it's, it's kind of a glass half full thing where these these guys like Foyer Olakun get a chance to show what they've got, which in normal situations that probably wouldn't happen. So, I mean, mm-hmm. Next year, next year, man. And the sad thing that sucks is like, I, it's kind of another blessing in disguise. That hopefully, probably a lot of people won't hype us up next year. But usually, just because we have a MVP caliber quarterback, Matt Ryan, a top tier wide receiver like Julio Jones, and a, a great running back core with uh, Freeman Coleman and now Udo Smith, we're going to get a lot of the uh, preseason hype. But I, I'm just really curious to see what the team can do, especially with this defense coming back. Knock on wood, fully healthy. Shout out to that fucking what's his name, Adam Kaplan, bro. Allegedly cursing the team. Dude, it is on site when I see on site all the time. (laughs) Every time I catch you, I'm putting a fucking tracker on your car. I'm a Follow you wherever you're the at. Reach your ass every time you stop the car. And his conglomerate. Uh, her views are It's on site when I see him. So hopefully we don't have that again. Because I mean, this we got the we got the makings of a team that could do something special talent wise. We just have to get it all together. We just have to get it all together. So so. On to the Saints. I know that you were. I know that boy Saint was saying earlier in the game. He, he kind of envies how Saints fans feel where they're they're pretty confident and yep. their team putting away teams. And what I will say to that, which I've said before, regarding a lot of the quote-unquote top-tier elite quarterbacks in this league, is that most of those cats have been with their offense coordinator for nearly a decade. And a lot of people look over the fact that Matt Ryan has had, what, five OCs and has been able to perform at – a quote-unquote elite top-tier quarterback level with yep. different offenses, different schemes, and still make make those guys look good enough to get them jobs. It was to the point where, what, what was that game? I guess after the Redskins game, where people, I saw a tweet, they're saying, oh, uh, Steve Sarkeesian could be on the hot list for a head coaching job. I'm like, come <laughs> on. Like, what are we doing, man? <laughs> cut, Matt, cut Matt Ryan a check, man. Like, this dude makes these bums – Steve, uh, no offense, Steve Sarkeesian, Mike Malarkey had no business being the head coach of Jacksonville or the Tennessee Titans. Uh, you see your boy. Or Auburn. Facts. You see your boy. Um, I'm not going to say his name. Kyle Shanahan. I'm going to say his name, whatever. Wow. He, he's kind of struggling after a- after people. You know what? Uh, never mind. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to put him on blast yet. But there are some people that I hear selling out saying that your boy Jimmy Garoppolo was the guy QB. It's like, oh, Oh, he beat Jacksonville. Oh, he's the truth. 
You know, they're undefeated with Jimmy Garoppolo. And again, I understand they had injuries. I'm sorry this is going before the 49ers, but they had injuries. But even before the injuries, that offense wasn't looking as hot. So it, it really wasn't. <laughs> Shanahan's one. I don't know. Who else out there got a job because of Matt Ryan? Yep, that's it. Oh, no, no, there's one more. He's about to get fired, Dirk too. Carter. Dirk Cotter. And I like Dirk Cotter. I think Dirk Cotter got the short end of the stick uh, with his stint as Falcons OC. Because to yeah, I think point, he did, too. I think he did, to too. Point before we got Shannon, he, was, he, he gave Matt Ryan his most productive offensive season, if I'm not mistaken. He, he, I, I like this offense. He just got a little uh, Julio screen crazy when our line fell apart. I kind of like our defense falling apart right now. So. Um. In case y'all didn't know about Breeze, Breeze been having Pete Carmichael since his San Diego days. Yeah, I mean that that makes that makes a difference, man. Like you can come into an offense. Wait, 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 say that again. Breeze was what? Years the same offensive coordinator. Breeze with who? When Breeze was in San Diego, because some people, some Saints fans thought that you know they drafted him, but that's a story for another day. Mm. But. He was Pete Carmichael was the quarterback coach out there in San Diego when Drew Brees. Where's Pete Carmichael now? He's in New Orleans. Is it? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's been having the same coordinator for ever since he got in the league. So for you guys, it it, it makes a difference. And I'm not trying to make excuses, but when you can walk into an offense or an offseason or a new season and be like, hey, I knew this offense like the back of my hand. I knew this offense like like my children. I can do this in my sleep. That that helps when it comes down to decision making and and audibling and terminology and just fluidity of the offense. On the other hand, you have a guy like Matt Ryan. It's like, okay, well, hey, I got no a new OC, so of course the first year, literally their terminology, their scheme is going to be a bit rough. And then Damn, second year, I make dude. them look good, and then they try to hire away my OC to go be a coach. Dude, Matt Ryan gets the short end of the stick every other season, bro. Seems like Literally. it. That's... Bro, oh my gosh, man. My need to make a 30 for 30 on the OCs that Matt Ryan and, and the success of them without Matt Ryan and the toys that he has. That's right. I just don't understand with our organization, like, why we can try to hold on this. I understand – People want to move on to green, greener pastures, but uh, some of these other teams, like they keep, they hold on to what they have, you know. Because I, I literally thought, you know, look at um, what's the dude, uh, Josh McDaniels out there in um in, in New England. I thought he was going to um to Indianapolis. Look what he did. He went right back to uh, New England. Man, Dirk Cutter. This is a Dirk Cutter was with us for three seasons. That was it. That's the longest offensive coordinator has been with us since Matt Ryan was drafted. That is crazy, man. I didn't even think about that. That That's crazy, man. But nobody cares about that. They they just say, hey, you had Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. You guys should be scoring 30 points a game. So we went from from averaging 21 to 22 points per game last season to almost 30. What are y'all feelings about Sark? You know, these past couple of games, he's been his 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 play call has been questionable these past couple of games. Okay. Um, but far as I think we he's been all right. I think we should keep him. But you know, it all it like I said, it all depends on if he wanna, you know, move on to a head coaching job because it's gonna be a lot of um uh, 
Not after this season. Ain't nobody gonna want him after this season. I've, I've said this before. Season. Sarkeesian is unhired. We're not gonna end up with a, a good record this year. I'm just gonna be honest with you. You know, maybe you know, next year I know we're gonna do way better than what we're doing this year because of you know, we just got dealt a bad hand this season. Yeah, I, I think Sarkeesian is I've said this before, is unhired as a head coach, and I think that. Should have been, in theory, one of the reasons we brought them in because we know nobody, in theory, again, the NFL is, is a weird league and nobody should want to hire that guy with his past. So that, yeah. in theory, would have gave the Falcons the stability we needed with the, with the OC situation. Because, again, like people are already saying, after one good little stretch with the Falcons scoring points, like, oh, he's he's a candidate to be a head coach. Like, that's that's stupid. Like, why even put that out there? Let us live. Let's have our guy. Let's get some continuity with the offense. And just let us do our thing. There should be some sort of clause with the Falcons. Like, just overpay the guy you want and let him stay. Just let him stay. <laughs> like, yeah, make him yeah, stay. Because this, this is ridiculous. It is very ridiculous. I'm I'm tired of seeing Matt Ryan having to learn a new offense every freaking two years. Yeah. Same. And, and I, it's like we, we all should be. Some of us aren't. But we all it just, Gosh, it just reminds it, it really reminds me of Alex Smith when he was in San Francisco those first several years before Harbaugh got there. Like every year, he had a whole new offense coordinator because everybody called Alex Smith garbage. And I was saying to myself, and I was saying this then, I said, like, he getting a new offensive coordinator every single year. It, you know, sometimes it takes people, sometimes it takes people three years to learn a, um, a, a new head coach. And Matt Ryan is getting it, you know, he we still got, we made the playoffs last year. Matt but, Ryan put dirt cut on the map in 2012, y'all. He Put puts on everybody on the map, yeah. man. But uh, for me, Sark, he has a lot of questionable plays every mm-hmm. game. Like, it's more than, like, three questionable plays each game. <laughs> uh, however, he has he has done better to mm-hmm. me this year. And our offense has executed uh, and been more used to, used to the plays this year than they were last year. So he's okay. You know, I'm not going to be like – yeah, he's the best, but I'm not gonna say let's yeah. fire him either. No, I'm not ready. To, I'm not ready to let him go just yet. He he's definitely improved. Yeah. I just I want was to stop. <laughs> at the beginning of the year. I was. I mean, I know everybody saw me sweeten, but now I'm like, okay, I see it. Okay, okay, what the fuck are we doing in this play? This play? <laughs> this play? And then I'm like, okay, okay, you're doing something now. So that's where I'm at with him. He just but, gotta stop know. with the freaking toss plays cons- consistently. I hate the toss plays. Right, like they I never work. And running it up the middle, like, uh, can we stop that? Especially with Coleman, like, it's, running it up the middle has actually worked. Actually, like it works better two than times. It all but, depends on who, who, who's running it up the middle and what side you're running it to. Like if you run, if you're trying to run it between um yeah where it's at yeah you're not gonna get that much production but you run it over top with Ben Garland between Ben Garland and Mac oh you're gonna get a good hole to run through. Ben Garland is a freaking animal, y'all. My goodness, Ben Garland is an animal. <laughs> I love Ben Garland. Yeah, he's but, pretty uh, good. Shout, shout to Ben Garland. So yeah, speaking yeah. of. Speaking of the O-line, can we please, can we please stop sitting there saying that Jake Matthews is not that good when Jake Matthews is clearly one of the most underrated tackles in all of football right now? 
It gets oh, on my okay. nerves sometimes. It's, it took a minute, but we we definitely uh, we need the rest of the line. Man, so, uh, y'all better take so Don't slander Jake. Y'all need to be slandering uh, Ryan uh, Schrader. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I say, I say, all of them are raggedy. Hell, they be getting on my nerves. I'm like, y'all, y'all get paid way too much to <laughs> not protect my damn quarterback. Like, y'all get the third highest paid or first whatever O line in the league, and y'all aren't protecting my fucking quarterback. Like, I'm sick of it. And y'all just all like consistently, y'all are raggedy. The only time they weren't raggedy was, I think, during the skins game. Yeah. Oh, oh, in Carolina, we didn't have any sacks against Carolina either. Yeah, but what game? Whatever game was before the Skins game, they did. Um, I think it was one of the NFL fucking twitters. They tweeted out a, a replay, and it, it, all you saw was 19 times of Matt Ryan getting hit, either during the play or like right after he let the ball go. I'm like, are y'all fucking serious? Y'all get paid too much. Y'all are too big. Y'all are six feet and 5,000 pounds, and y'all are letting my quarterback get hit. I'm fucking tired of it. And I heard y'all were raggedy this Cowboys game. I didn't watch the game because I was doing other more important shit than watching this game. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so, the kind of the button that up with the O-line, what you feeling raggedy, just one thing that, that I will say there was a debate not a debate, but somebody's talking about on Twitter as far as like our oh shout out to shit the underground what's the underground podcast I'm sorry I missed it up unintentional I see the U and the G and the R yeah shout out to Lieutenant Dan he posted uh what we should go for in the draft which is O line or D line so I, I was like okay well it's it's kind of a double edged sword because again the kind of the key. Not really the key, but the, the the one thing that we should be able to rely on is our offense. So we a have to keep Matt Ryan upright, and then b be able to run the ball and finish teams off. But the second half of that is we need a D line to be able to stop teams from running the ball and be able to rush the passer. And I finish that off with defense with championships. Yeah. So one thing I would say to watch out for, and I, I think I said this, uh, I've said this before, I thought it at least. Alex Mack, man, he, he's great, but I've seen a couple times this year. I have this man seen. has gotten destroyed. I have. And he's he's only getting older. He's only getting more snaps. So I I would hate for us to make some moves in the off season and not maybe address the future of the center position where we're like, oh yeah, we're ready to go, and then somehow Alex Mack goes down, and now mm-hmm. we're getting pressure up the middle. We can't solidify the run, and we're kind of just going back and forth again. So, well, see, that's what Ben Garland is for. Ben Garland plays the center position as well. <sighs> ben Garland's not Alex Mack though. And Ben Garland is like I don't know how old he is, but we need to really start finding a little youth on that line um, that's going to be productive. Out, you know, because Wes Swisher, he's definitely not the answer. Um, Wes Swisher has played well. I like Swisher. He has improved from his rookie year. I like Swisher. I, I think he's still a project. I think he's going to only get better. I mean, he ain't. He ain't stout, don't get me wrong. But I think he has gotten a little better. I think he's showing strong signs of improvement. But we got to see that as that goes on. That's just me personally. And again, we can play revisionist history, man. You can go back and say, hey, did we need to draft Calvin Ridley in the first round? Because he could easily be a offensive lineman or defensive lineman. You know what I'm saying? Time will tell. But my thing is the, the 
the way teams should build, be built is obviously through the trenches. Like that's not an independent thought. Got to build from the inside out. Everything else after that is ice on the game. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? I don't. I, I. I just. I don't know, man. Like, I really think the first round needs to be a strong side. The end. That's what we need. Strong side. The end. That can that can pass rush and can stop the run. So what are we gonna do with Vic? He's sending him to be a come, garbage boy. He would come in. <laughs> But it'll be for like he's gonna be a pass rush specialist. Like he'll he'll play that I guess that Leo role I believe. But we really need somebody that's a, a strong side DN because the strong side DN right now we have Big Be- Beasley right there, but we don't have Beasley. Who do we have right there? Someone better than Beasley. Come on. Now. Well, I I I think we keep Big Beasley. We just gotta keep building the line and hopefully. Get, get the most out of him because again, it, for for what Beasley is, I think with I don't, I don't know if he's not coachable or something, but he he has the athleticism. He just needs to work on his hands, his counter moves. Or just, I don't know. You got to do something. But he he gets very close. He does affect the quarterback. A lot of times he gets uh gets rodeoed out of place. So uh, let's let's jump into the uh, the questions segment. Let's get some of these questions out before we wrap up. Because like usual, if you listen to the podcast. It's about my dinner time. I'm pretty hungry. I'm actually kind of tired. You know, I've been off the grid. You know, always hungry. I've been off the grid. You know, I'm still. I'm a bit jet lag. I'm not gonna lie. So I had to get my, you know, <laughs> I get myself back together. Right. It's, there's no no such thing. I'm I'm, I'm sanctified. I'm safe. Shout out to shout out to Creflo Dollar. But anyways, what what questions we got from the listeners, man? All right. We only got a few questions because everybody's pissed off that we lost from the Cowboys. So not many of you want to ask questions but if you want to ask questions just add us at dirty bird nation report y'all know the fucking twitter just add us there (laughs) anyways so about 50 people want to know what draft who are we going to draft in the first round i don't know uh at you can add a uh you can add uh jaylen for that that's that's his area um i it all depends on where we fall like we don't know. Like, if we fall in the top ten, I would really think. Um, what's the guy from Mississippi State? I don't know. That uh, uh, Rashawn Gary. Like, I really think Rashawn Gary will it it strong side DN would, would be a great fit for us. Well, let me go to oldwalterfootball.com and see if they talk about for Thomas Mark drafts. Uh, don't know why I go to this site, but. It's one I always look at, even though drafts is a crapshoot and nobody's ever right. But we'll see what the meet the, 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 the talking heads are thinking for us. Oh, now Jacksonville wants to draft the quarterback. Sick. Anyways. Oh, wow. They're predicting that the Bucks should draft the quarterback. Yeah. Cool. Such uh, uh, Watch football. So right now, they're mocking us to have the 15th overall pick and look at Clemson defensive tackle Dexter Lawrence. Yeah, that's what uh, Lieutenant Dan told uh, said too that um, we should get Lawrence as well. Six five three forty. I mean, we're, we're wow. one for we're one for two with Clemson guys on the D line. But do we really two. need? But do we really need a tackle though? Like, yes, we, we do need a. We, we, we need still a tackle. Have a we need it in the first round though. We're gonna get well, a tackle, but I I really think first round. Well, I really my homeboy, the pass my homeboy. 
who's a Titans fan, shout out to El Greasy 904. He, he's really big on the, the students of the football, like encyclopedia. I don't know how he remembers all this stuff, but he said that this draft is not a strong draft for like O-linemen. So, I mean, if we're going to go to the trenches, go to you know, the, what the strongest one we can get, which is probably you know, defense line. You can find an offensive line with some of the third and fourth round and make it happen, you know what I'm saying, or get somebody via free agency. But, I mean, with, with the, deep, the the thing is why I would probably go defensive tackle more than offensive lineman is because they, they don't really have to, and I know they're professionals, they, have to think, they don't have to think as much as an offensive lineman, and their learning curve, the mistakes that they make, don't have the equal effect, if I'm not mistaken. Jalen Sprite and listen to this and be like, oh, it's not true. But the mistakes, the, the mistakes that they make on the D line is not going to impact the game as much as a mistake, a tackle or garland. Like, if you miss your block on a pass play, that could be a fumble, somebody get injured, whatever. But I mean, you know, if you, you whiff on a run play, it is what it is. You, you, you fix it and go, go hard the next play. But what's that keeps healthy rotation. Hmm? What's that offensive lineman? No, no, I, I'm just saying that's that's why I would go defensive lineman versus offensive lineman because, again, they don't have to think as much. And I think we, we need that rotation with Jarrett Sinat, uh, Beasley Tag. And Tag has, been, Tag has been quiet lately, so yeah. y'all keep that same energy. Like, I know Tag is uh, self deprecating on Twitter, I'm but just, a lot of people, he, he's been a ghost. He's been a ghost. Yeah. He has, man. But do we really need a, a D tackle the first round? I really think a DN pass rusher should be the, the pick. Because well, we, yeah, we, we still have Vic, and then we just picked up Bruce Irving. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many DNs do we need? Ain't, but no, you guarantee, ain't Bruce, no guarantee Bruce Irving coming Reed back. Not gonna be here next year. Bruce Reed is not going to be here next year. True. You see what I'm saying? That's that also true. That's true. But so, again, they can, find, they can find somebody later on, and I don't know. Work them out. I'm an inside out guy. But so you got, you got, you unless got, you got, you unless you got, got like a like, god defensive end pass rusher that's coming out, which we probably wouldn't be able to draft high enough. I don't think our record's gonna be bad enough for us to get a bona fide 10 sack guy out of the draft off the rip unless we get lucky. But I have, a, I have a quick question. I have a quick question. Y'all think Debo <laughs> plays Thursday? I don't know. I don't know anymore. I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what's happening. I'm just here. I'm going to say no, because today is already – I just saw a picture of them on the flights in New Orleans. It's already Tuesday. And they haven't announced anything. Please, man. Let that man get healthy. Let him come back and do his thing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we'll, we'll probably find out tomorrow or during game day, but good Lord, bro. I could throw something at Dan Quinn, bro. That's how I feel. He, he don't never be – he never – I don't – with him with these injuries, like, he can say, well, he um he has a bruise on his foot. Doggone foot done broke off. Like, I I don't I don't really know, man. Like I say, will he say something about injuries, I take it as a grain of salt. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. But what other questions you got? All right. Um, Sterling Knuckle – Wants to know why the corners aren't executing 100% of the time. That's an easy answer. They're both trash. <laughs> Next well, question. They're not trash. It's, it's impossible to execute 100% of the time. So, like, anyways, next question. <laughs> why is everything blamed on Matt Ryan? I can answer oh. that, too. Easily. One, he's not Michael Vick. Two, they think he plays every single position on the field and coaches and is a GM and is the owner of the team. 
Next question. Well, you left out that people are stupid. That's that's. Yo, I was just about to say that. People yeah, people stupid. just know. That's you. Next. Hey, be stupid ass. <clears throat> Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, fork. I don't know how to fucking say your name. You know who the <laughs> fuck you are. She says, how do tears and rage go with Thanksgiving stuffing? Let me answer that first. First of all, nothing goes with Thanksgiving stuffing because it's fucking disgusting. Oh, it, like goes in uh, disgusting. it goes in the garbage. Okay, <laughs> we can fight this out. Stuffing is fucking trash. Tears and rage should not go with that. Okay? Defeat <laughs> stuffing, you're disgusting. <laughs> I find you a disgusting human being and with that being said let's have some fun really quickly one what is the food that you hate on thanksgiving yams what the fuck get off this fucking episode get off this goddamn episode tony is fired tony's never coming on this show you probably eat ketchup on your steaks man you out of here. Yo, yo. You out of here. Yo, chill, man. I, I just don't like, I don't like yams, man. You know what? I've known I'm, you for like, so long, and I feel like <laughs> I haven't known you at all. Like, you know what? what? The- I, I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the same boat with you, because I don't eat yams, and I definitely don't eat sweet potato pie. Thank you, you raggedy bro. motherfuckers. You know what? This episode is canceled. Thank you all for joining us and listening on this episode of Dirty Bird Nation Report. I hope everyone has a happy Thanksgiving, except for these two who don't eat yams or sweet potato pie. Okay, Ugh. okay. Well, let, let's flip it. What, 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 what dish do you hate? Uh, fucking stuffing and potato salad and green bean casserole. Those are all fucking garbage. Okay, well, potato salad is actually good, but some people just not. Your opinion doesn't matter anymore because you don't like yams. <laughs> Breeze, what what do you not like on Thanksgiving? Uh, I'm I'm not really I'm picky, but I'm not picky. Like Thanksgiving food, I'm I'm with I'm pretty much anything you put on my plate that I don't have to cook. I'm pretty much good. <laughs> Unless you like watch your pets in the sink and stuff like that, I'm not eating. <laughs> People like that. Have, and we know what people are talking about. Yes, we all not, have. Not the, not the cool ones like Tim Williams, but the, the, the other ones. Yeah, because his Tim Williams, shout out to you. His uh, what great aunt, some shit. She almost killed him. Wait, what? Her. What happened? Yeah, uh, something, something she made like literally almost killed him when he was 10. Dang. <laughs> Who is yeah. Tim Williams? Tim Williams, the white guy. With the, Yo, the art. Wow, the man is clearly an established artist. Let's still give that man his due. I said the artist. white guy that does the art. Look, stop. That does the, the, Dan art. Quinn the Dan Quinn impersonator. He looked like Dan Quinn. Yeah, yeah. He does. Yeah, he looks like Dan Quinn. Oh, the um, Oh, okay. Are you talking about uh, his Twitter? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I yeah, yeah, yeah. He's cool. Yeah, him. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, I would yeah. I would trust the food that he cooked at his house. Me. Some of y'all other folks. Eh, it's it's toss up, but well look, Gif, I'm sorry. I, I just don't like yams with sweet potato pie. You're fine. What? That's oh it's, it's disgusting. Bro, all right, man. man. So this is the dirty Relationship <laughs> Podcast Fox Twitter. It's your boy SP Report 706. Give Queen the Don and special guest that boy saying. Check us out on Twitter. Uh give y'all Twitters real quick. 
retweet my stories on BSO before I get fired. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm surprised I haven't been fired yet. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it up. <laughs> Why, bro? Why would you get fired, man? Dr. Mr. Latai, he's a real cool guy. Anyway. Why would you get so, fired? Bro, I'm a terrible <laughs> <laughs> it's out of control. But uh, yeah, it, it is what it is. I get better, but shout out to him. But yeah, so drop y'all sooner so we get out of here before I, get, before I pass out from hunger. All right. Y'all be easy. Uh, you know, get a hit on your Twitter or you don't want to do uh, Yeah, get. Oh, get, yeah. Do that you just Twitter. Yeah. Follow, follow, the, follow, follow the kid, that boy saying. Uh, if you hate the Saints, follow me. If you hate Matt Ryan, don't follow me and go to hell. That's what it is. I know who that was for. That's for anybody. That's not just for him. Yeah, yeah. Send, me, send me about uh, send me about twenty of your followers. Now. You over here, you over here, little bear. Send me about twenty of them boys. Them All right, I got you. Yo, follow my followers, man. Go follow the homie S Breeze. Yeah, SP report seven six. Matter of fact, you could just send him a nice tweet. Holler that. I got you. Respect. I got you. Gang, gang, gang. All right, <laughs> gang, gang. Uh, yeah. That's it. Shout out to Triple. Shout out to Jalen. Shout out to all the homies. I hate doing shout outs so I forget people. Shout out to Dream we, Chaser. If we, if we talk yeah. regularly on Twitter, then you know you don't. Know so. Yep. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to Dream Chaser, even though you can't cut hair for shit. Um, well, why are you trying to mess up that man's bag? Man? That's, that's messed up. Uh, because he started family. it. He's You weren't even here. He started it, <laughs> and so I'm going to finish it. Okay, I end lives. We discussed that when Amber was on. I will end your life. Oh, Brandy. Um, shit, what's your name? Brandy, the number one female savage. She got suspended. She got a new Twitter. I'll retweet it on the Dirty Birdation Report Twitter page and my Twitter page. Get her followers back up. You know, uh, she's like the truth. I'm gonna need Brandy to. I'm gonna need Brandy hit this uh, refollow button because uh, I don't. I, I'm kind of hurt. You know, I follow, don't follow back. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> follow, you know who to follow. SB, what's your fucking Twitter name again? I'm getting. I'm getting. You know, I'm, I'm on some drinks. I'm in my feelings, bro. SB you know reports <laughs> seven oh six. I have and kids. follow him. And oh yeah, have happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, know. guys. I'm out here praising Indians. Rise up, your brotherhood, all that. Yeah. Peace. 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 I'll see y'all later. All right.